Hello everyone and welcome to The Last Leg. As always, I'm your host, Alexa McCarthy. So this week is Big Ten's week for the MSU track and field team, which means the athletes will be traveling to the Spire Institute in Geneva, Ohio to compete against all the other teams within the Big Ten Conference. If you remember earlier this season, the Spartans set five records at this location, so they definitely have gotten a taste of victory in Geneva. Just to give you a little background on the location, as I said earlier, it's being held at the Spire Institute, which is a 750,000 square foot multi-sport training and competition facility. Um, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures, and their indoor track and field facil facilities are just beautiful. Like, I want to like just go run around the track endlessly, because um, it just looks so cushiony. Um, so, and apparently it was deemed by Olympic gold medalist Michael Johnson as the best track and field complex in the world, which um, is is definitely heavy. But I I can imagine. I mean, it is beautiful. Um, you can just tell that great things have been done there, and it's a great location for such a large competition. Um, but to get to today's show, I'm going to be talking about the meet a bit and some teams that will definitely create some great competition for the Spartans. Um, and later, I talked to Rachel Shulist, a redshirt freshman and a recent breakout star of the distance group. Last week, she earned her first Big Ten Track Athlete of the Week award after a stunning performance in the 3,000-meter race at the Spire Invitational just two weekends ago. Um, and not only did she win the race, but she dropped her time 15 seconds and set an MSU and Spire record. Uh, her time lifts her, leaves her with the fastest time in 3,000 meter in the Big Ten and eighth in the NCAA. Uh, so she's definitely someone to keep your eye out, eye out for, and this is clearly only beginning to what looks like would be, will be a successful first track season for Shulis. Um, this weekend will be her first time at the Indoor Championship, so I also talked to her about how she's feeling going into such a high um, competition. Uh, after I talked with Coach Dremth to hear how... Uh, the coaching staff is feeling about the weekend. Um, for the past month, this has really been what they've been focusing on and what the indoor season has, well, obviously been leading up to. Um, so the Spartans had a slow start to their season, especially with the dual meet with Michigan being canceled. Um, and that type, of that type of stuff can really put your training off. Um, one, you know, one meet being canceled, not being able to compete, really, um, you can kind of lose your focus. But it's been made clear by record-setting performances at the Mayo Invite in South Bend three weekends ago, and then again the Spire Invitational two weekends ago. The athletes are really ready to go and definitely have showed the intensity that is needed for this weekend. So to get to this weekend's meet, both men's and women's teams in the Big Ten are um, fairly represented in the top 25 in the NCAA. Last year's indoor championship men's winner, Wisconsin, is back and ranked number three in the country. A notable athlete from that team is Jay Fifth Cado, who is a three-time defending Big Ten heptathlon champion, who MSU's own Kurt Schneider will be going head-to-head -head with. Schneider will be competing in the heptathlon, and after a successful first go with it a couple weeks ago, is looking for more improvement. Um, he's definitely phys physically capable, and it's really just about getting all the events in the heptathlon in sync on competition day. So that will be exciting. And also from the Badgers, Ree Connor has top conference times at 3,000 meter and 5,000 meter. Um, so our distance men's distance um, have definitely have their work cut out for them. Um, at Penn State, the men are ranked the are ranked seventh and the women 11th. So on both sides, they are strong contenders and very balanced. On the men's side, they have a lot of depth in men's sprinting and distance groups, which um, in a meet like this will prove hard to break. On the men, on the women's side, in the 3,000 meter, MSU's Rachel Shulist will take on Penn State's Tori Gerlish, as uh, who has the number three time in the race. I mean, the, the Nittany Alliance are also led by sprinters Mahogany Jones and Kia Seymour. 
Um, Jones holds top conference times, times in the 60 and 200 meter and Seymour in the 60 meters. Um, and while these girls will be tough to beat, I'm excited to see how MSU's women's sprinting groups will respond. They've been having a hard time getting back in the competition, um, but these are women with past record setting and top conference times. You have Alicia Evans, Jaleesa Westney, and De Tawana Williams, and they're all very capable of taking on Penn State. Um, they're very competitive girls. They really just need to f um, find the energy that they had last year. Um, number 21 ranked Nebraska is known for their depth in the field events, and they are continuing to prove that correct. In the long jump, Patrick Radler is defending Big Ten Championship, and MSU's Jared, Jared Gabriel has been improving this week, the past couple weeks and is hoping for a big weekend against um, the likes of Radle. Um, and it wouldn't be a Big Ten Championship without mentioning University of Michigan. The women are ranked number 30, largely in part to their distance group. Um, but the way our women have been running the past couple of meets, this weekend will be a great opportunity to go head-to-head. -head. Um, MSU's Arby Wilberding, a true freshman who has recently come out as a star in the 800 meter, will take on MSU jun junior Brooke Handler. The last time these two saw each other was at the Spire Invite, where Handler took second and Wilberding took third. And I said that Wilberding is a true freshman, um, so she is, she is set for a very exciting 800 race. And with that, let's get to Rachel Shulis and Coach Drenth as they talk about this weekend. Okay. And you th it's Rachel Shulis? Yeah. Like shoe and then like? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm here with Rachel Shulis, who's a redshirt freshman. This is her first indoor track season. So first off, congratulations on last week's Big Ten Track Athlete of the Week. And it's your first one. So I guess, are you still kind of riding on that high of winning or getting kind of like that award, what did it feel like? Um, I guess it was an honor. I didn't really know what to think about it. I mean, it's an honor. Um, it's nice to like know my hard work is paying off. So yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and you won it, and you won it because of the you were the three thousand. Is at the Spire invite. What was that race like? I guess do you is like a three thousand kind of your your race. Like, what was that that particular race like? I'm still getting used to 3K, so I do really like it, and it was a hard race. Um, it went out not too fast, but then at a certain point, I had to choose between going with a leader and going hard or just sitting back, and I just went for it because you never know until you try, so I just went for it and felt good, so I was able to do it. So I get so like I said, this is your first indoor track season. Obviously, you ran cross-country, but um, it's kind of been... But then you had your freshman year, you were kind of just training. How, what is that like to just train for a year? And what, how do you keep motivated? Like, what kind of, and then what goals did you have going into this indoor track season? Um, big thing that made me motivated last year is I wanted to be a contributor this year. And it's kind of hard sometimes when you're not competing with it for the, for the green and white, you know, to just be like, I'm not really important. But just knowing that next year you are going to be and then I just, I really wanted to be a contributor and be someone that, like, helped out the team. So then coming into this year, putting it on, something changes. You put on the uniform and you're not yeah. running just for yourself. It's a whole new thing. It's like special. Cool. So now we're going into indoor championships. How are you, how are you preparing? I guess mentally and physically. Yeah, physically you're probably, is practice kind of keeping it the same. Mm -hmm. But, like, mentally, how are you going into this? It's kind of fun to, like, think, not, like, defense mode, but, like, attack mode in my race. Like, I'm just going to go out and do what I can do and 
just honestly to get pumped up for it and excited and confident, you know, because it makes it so much more fun. And when you look forward to something, it goes a lot better than if you're dreading it. So just right. making sure I'm looking forward to it and getting excited and get excited to run with my teammates and see how they do and really just build up excitement everywhere. Have they, have like the older athletes, have they given you any, any advice going in? Um, I talk, I look up to Leah O'Connor, O'Connor a lot and she helps, gives me advice about to like just keep like a, don't like get too big ahead, you know, just like yeah. focus on the important things and just like getting better every day and I just kind of go off of her, like we're roommates a lot when you travel, so like the night before and stuff when I, I don't know, she just keeps me calm and it's just, yeah, they all get excited about their races, so then we all get excited for each other's races, yeah. and that helps a lot in training with them and stuff. So, so it's like kind of keeping a calm head, but then getting really excited. It's yeah. like two different things, but it's like it's, keeping the no, but like keeping the balance, being like getting excited for the whole entire race, and then but also not putting too much pressure. Out. Yeah, because like getting you can freak out, but that never works. Yeah. <laughs> from after indoors you'll find out about nationals which is the next weekend it's correct or is it you know it's two, it's two yeah, weekends like two after. Weeks after okay and then all right so I mean what about what about that I mean so was that obviously is that a goal yeah for sure if I can do it that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> um if I can make it um it depends on how other people in the nation run and how right. I rank compared to them so if I could do it that'd be awesome if not I mean there's always room to improve but I it is I think attainable so hopefully I can do it all right the team has really built some momentum with Spire and then Mayo invite and then you had a resting weekend this past weekend kind of sounds like a very well-planned strategic plan in a way I mean we have to plan so yeah (laughs) that's that's what we're hoping for yeah (laughs) how are you feeling about going into this weekend what is the uh, energy like on the team? I mean, the last I saw everyone, we, we were healthy. Usually, um, as as a coach, you know, your, your last point of reference is all, always your only one until you see him again. Um, I feel like our energy is good. I think our sense of purpose is good. I think our leadership has grown. Um, all in all, I'm I'm excited to get to get to Ohio and see how it turns out. Yeah. Um, so you have some young athletes and some you know veteran athletes going this weekend on the full range what do you tell the young athletes going into a meet like this be yourself you can't really change your stripes at this point you have to you know you have to behave and 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 prepare like you prepare all year we practice every day we go to competitions nearly every week uh, in preparation for championship and and if you change anything now it'll probably make it more complicated yeah um what are some what are some events that you think the team can really make an impact in? I, I mean, I think uh, on the men's side, the, the 60 is an event we will do well. I think that uh, the men's throws, uh, particularly with A.J., I think he'll do well in the weight and in the shot. Um, I think Kurt Snyder is going to be exceptional in the multi-event. Uh, I think we'll have some, some good performances in the distances as well. So, you know, the, our, our objective is to have a nice balanced team, and it seems like we're headed in that direction. I expect that we'll have some good performances from surprise people. I think Jared Gambrell is ready for a, for a breakout. He's he's performing well. He's practicing really well. So I think I, I, you know from that standpoint, I think we should have some people in a number of places. And on the women's side, we have a pretty balanced squad. We have you know people really everywhere except for the throws um, right now. And, and and hopefully that'll change by the time we get to outdoor. 
Um, so I think that you could you could expect uh, some high-level performances in a number of places. I mean, Tori Franklin's an obvious pick. She's you know she's not only one of the best people in the conference, but in the country. Um, from there, I think you know we have some distance runners that will do well. Our women sprinters are are in, in a, they're mature. They've they've had good experiences at these meets and and are ready to step into into roles of of scoring. Um, I think our balance. I think our balance will be one of our assets this weekend, and and I expect that, um, like you said, we, you know, we've got a nice mix of underclassmen and upperclassmen, and and hopefully that uh, we have some upper class, some underclassmen step into scoring roles, maybe a, a little ahead of of their time. Yeah. Any predictions on who you think maybe will continue on to nationals? Well, I think, I mean, Tori and AJ, Kurt. Uh, Schneider, uh, Rachel Schulist. I think that right now it looks like they'll be, they'll be in for sure. I think Leah's got a decent chance. I think after that, uh, actually, Stacy's not far from making, making the next sort of figurative and literal leap uh, into the nationals. Uh, Aubrey Wilderbring, Wilberding, sorry, is is. Uh, I think Aubrey's got a ch- an outside shot. I think Caleb has a decent shot uh, at, at three thousand meters. So there's a number of people that I think we. That we can kind of navigate through and, and maybe get to the final. But I mean, where they slightly miss here, they can just keep going for outdoors and keep that momentum. Yeah, I mean, our, our we want to be an out, we want to be more competitive outdoors. Our our kind of our expectations are to be a better outdoor team than indoor team. Uh, we're not going to sell our souls for for an indoor championship, but we've got some athletes now that are ready to step into those roles and be at the NCAA final indoors. Cool. Hey, right, well, thank you so much. Uh, I don't see you. Good luck this weekend. So again, the meet will be held Friday, February 28th and Saturday, March 1st in Geneva, Ohio at the Spire Institute. Um, The Big Ten Network will be airing a tape delay coverage of the championship at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, March 8th. But until then, you can follow MSU Impact Sports on Twitter at MSU Impact Sports um, or on Instagram. Or you can like us on Facebook for all the latest updates on MSU Track and Field and other MSU sports. For the last leg in Impact Sports, I'm Alexa McCarthy. Thanks for listening.